0: When it's not a party, we will party hard. Atlanta sports fans, it's time for that sports show. Not just any sports show, not this sports show, that sports show. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. This is the weekly Impact Media trip right through all things Atlanta sports and some national stuff is too, of course. Much, much to discuss and much, much. To talk about this week, we've got World Cup, we've got NFL. Um, I promise you, I'm not just teasing this. I promise you, on Monday, I have only said this to three other people. Three other people I have discussed my Dansby Swanson theory later in the show. Braves fans non-braves fans you're gonna want to hear my theory I think I know where Dansby Swanson is gonna sign tons of good stuff like that we'll talk some Hawks uh, the unfortunate passing of Mike Leach we will talk about all that stuff but before we get into it I want to tell you guys that if you would like to follow the show leave a question comment suggestion rating review you want to leave access to your hot tub, you know, things like that. We are all in for it here at Impact Media. You can do so the following ways. You can email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number three, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook if you use terms like Impact Media, that sports show jeremy york you should be able to find us pretty sure you could if you look if you're one of those people who likes to just click on a link and listen to a show you can do so by going to our twitter page at team impact media you can just scroll through find the appropriate show that you would like to click on it listen to it you can listen to it as many times you want there is no cap List to all the shows that you want multiple times you can download them things like that Uh, we definitely appreciate all of that if you would like to follow myself for the random things we get into on and off the show things I just deem are are worthy random uh, debates I get into with other people you can do so by following at the impact 99 on twitter triller tiktok and instagram We're going to be putting some more stuff up on Triller and TikTok very soon. We're working on the YouTube channel, probably first of the year. Uh, Between now and the first of the year, we're going to be setting up some fun stuff with the show. Hope you guys enjoy all of that. And also, anywhere you find a podcast, you can find us, including Spotify, Podcast One, and the iTunes Store. And I believe that's. And if there's a place you find the podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know. We will fix that just as quickly as we can. So, let's get into it, right? Let's start right off the bat with some Atlanta Falcons news notes and a preview of this week's game. We'll talk some NFL right after that. So, there's been a change. And there's been a change that a lot of you guys have wanted. I'm not sure that it was ready. I'm not sure that it's not ready. I, I don't know, it's, I, I, even though these are completely unrelated, I kind of equated it to uh, being a parent in that uh, you can think you're as prepared as, as you need to be. And then when you become it, you, you just, you realize that there was no way to train for it. You just figure it out. And that, of course, is deciding when it was time to turn to Desmond Ritter. The Atlanta Falcons have turned to Desmond Ritter. We know the Cincinnati standout. Um, All you guys have tried to make cases for what uh, we know he's a good player. We don't know what he's going to be in the NFL. I can point to numerous examples of people that were outstanding in college and couldn't make it work in the pros. I can point to many more than that that were outstanding the pros and were not on uh, on the collegiate level, but it was you know coming off the bye week that gives you two weeks to prepare the kid at, at, besides what you've done all year to try to get him as ready as possible. I'm okay with this. They didn't ask my opinion, but I'm okay with this. Um, here was my thing. My thing was that as long as you're still in the playoff race, as long as you knew what was going on, you know, as long as you were were in it, the division race, or even the wild card, which you are, then you got to go with Mariota because you at least know what you're going to get there. But then there was some development. Mariota found out that Ritter was going to be the starter. And... Then the story come out that he has left the team. And that he informed them that uh, I believe he's going to be put on season-ending IR because he is going to go ahead and get his knee fixed. an injury he's plagued with all year long. Uh, he wants to go ahead and get it fixed. There are the theories out there. These are all theories because I have not heard from Marcus Mariota. You have not heard from Marcus Mariota. Arthur Smith does not have my phone number. That, Arthur, if you want it, just let me know either Arthur Um, I do not have his we have not heard from any team official these are all speculative things let me just throw that out there he is not with the team currently we are pretty sure of that besides not being with the team currently there is word that he is potentially going to get his knee cleaned up some people think it's because he could be a free agent next year uh, even though they signed him to a two-year deal that uh, once Ritter takes over, that uh, it is pretty much his job and Marietta could be done. There is that possibility. We don't know that, but there is that possibility. There, is, uh, there was another part of this that was that was thrown in there. We will get to that in a minute. But let's just start there. Do I think Marietta walked away from this team? No, I don't. I think him and the team officials, probably Arthur Blank, was there as well as the owner. Arthur Smith, uh, uh, GM Terry Fontenot, I I believe he probably sat down with these people and said, all right, well, if you're going to turn it over to the kid, then maybe in the off chance that I'm a free agent, or in case you need me next year if I stay around, I want my knee to be fixed. Yes, I've been playing with it the whole time, but I want it fixed. Okay. Okay. I have no problem with that. I I think that's the better move. Hey, he he's getting to a point where he can get it fixed, so he is going to get it fixed. So did he walk away from the team? I don't think so. Is he going to get his knee fixed potentially? It's the it's the time to do it. They've already signed another quarterback as well to back him up. Who that was. It was a guy from the AAF, I believe. They. They. There, Logan Woodside. I got to see Logan Woodside in the AAF. He's a pretty solid quarterback. um, At least what he did in the AAF. I, I think. Is he there to take Ritter's job? No. Is he there if Ritter needs some help? Yeah. He, he's a little bit more of a veteran than Ritter. Um, but he, he is the one they signed for the backup. Keep in mind, too, where was that stat? Mariota did sign the two-year deal with the Falcons. Uh, the team can avoid a $3 million roster bonus by, be- by releasing him by March 19th. That would save $12 million for 2023. Uh, and the remaining dead cap hit would be $2.5 million. Marriott is only 29 Good chance he's going to continue to start, let alone play in this league. But there's also been this other development. And let me just say this. Because a lot of you guys ha- have immediately jumped on the, oh, he walked away from the team. No, he did not. He could be getting his knee fixed. I believe that is going to happen. But I heard that his lady friend, I do not know if it is his girlfriend or wife. I heard girlfriend, I cannot confirm nor deny, I do not know the Mariotas. I heard that she could potentially be uh, giving birth to their child soon. So, once again, what better way to take some time away knowing that your child is about to be born and your need needs to get fixed? Or next year, whether you're a Falcon or whether you're uh, a Houston Texan or who knows. He could could literally be a a patriot for all we know. Don't know. But in order to do that, he's getting the things in order he needs to. He clearly worked this out with the team. Because if he didn't work it out with the team, I'm pretty sure they would have cut him now. There would be some sort of disciplinary action. He would have been fined or suspended or things like that. The fact that this is free and clear and there's not nothing more than speculation tells me that he's very much still on the track that they want him to be on. It's going to be Desmond Ritter's boat to see what he can do, and let's see what he can do because the opening game he gets is the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome in New Orleans, one of the toughest places to play. Now, Desmond Ritter played in his college career for Cincinnati in some pretty rough places. In fact, he was in the college football playoffs. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Didn't have the world's, uh, his team didn't have the world's best performance, but uh, Ritter's a pretty good player. We will see what they have done to this point to prepare him, but he's going to be going toe-to-toe with 35-year-old Andy Dalton on the other side. They have completely given up on Jameis Winston, by the way. Because Jameis has been healthy for six weeks or so, and he has continued to be behind Andy Dalton. That, that tells me all I need to know. tells me that he will probably not be with their team next year. He will not be with our team more than likely, which is a good thing. And who knows what the Saints are doing, but they are imploding. And it's the perfect time to pick up some points and pick up some wins and stay relevant in the NFC South. You know, they're, the Falcons are five and eight, the Saints are four and nine. You got the Buccaneers that are that are barely at the top, right? Yeah, the Buccaneers that are six and seven. They uh, and Carolina's also five and eight. I think they hold a tiebreaker over you, but you're still just one game out of of being in the top of this division. And Tampa Bay looks atrocious. So. This thing's still wide open. Uh, like I said, it wouldn't wouldn't have been my decision, but at some point you, you just got to figure it out and you just got to go, you know what, coming off a of bye week, uh, Mariota has got some other things that, that could occupy his time that could, could help everyone down the road. So I think that's what we're looking at. I do. I think that's what we're looking at. Uh, I wish all the best to Desmond Ritter in his opening start, and I wish all the best to Marcus Mariota. Whether it is for the birth of his child or um, any medical procedure he is he is looking into, and um, I think you guys should as well. You should you should give these people well wishes and not condemn them immediately because some report says something. Remember, this is somebody as a, I'm a member of the media too. I try to make things as positive as possible. Not everybody does that, and I'm not saying the person that released that story is trying to purposely be negative. Maybe they heard something that the rest of us did not, but. I don't automatically assume the worst when I hear news. And that seems to be what everybody ran with. So, Falcons fans, you're on the up and up. You're a game out of first in your division. There is a legitimate chance that not only is the kid good, but that he could lead you to a division title that Mariota helps set up. We have to give him credit for that. He got you this far. Now it's time to see what the kid can do. Um, you got to be more than one-dimensional. So far, they're really good at running the ball. You have to learn to pass if you're going to be in this league. So we'll see if Ritter can get a few passes off. But uh, as far as the Saints-Falcons preview, I think, I think the Falcons have a chance to win by 7 to 10 points. I feel really good about that. Let's also – it's its not been the world's best week for quarterbacks, as we've learned that Lamar Jackson, because of his knee, has not practiced all week, and he is not going to play this week. Uh, I believe Huntley is – Tyler Huntley? Who, whoever the Huntley is up there, his backup, I think he is cleared to play. He's probably going to play. But Kyler Murray on the third play of the Cardinals game the other night. Third play, non-contact. Uh. Went down, clutched his knee. That more than likely means at least an ACL. He's going to be out at least eight to nine months at this point. He's going to barely make it back by the end of training camp, I believe. But Kyler Murray is out. It is the Colt McCoy show in Arizona. That is not going to put them in a great place. Colt McCoy is good, but he's not Kyler. Wish both of those guys a speedy and and pain-free Recovery, but uh, not a good time to be a big, exciting quarterback in this league. But that's a risk you run into when you are those run-first style quarterbacks. We saw it here in Atlanta with Michael Vick. He broke his leg. He legitimately broke his leg. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be that kind of quarterback. I'm just saying you have to be careful, and sometimes even if you are careful, things happen. This was non-contact with Kyler that's not good guys you guys know that that is usually not good but on to another thing there has been a there has been a theory floated because we know a couple weeks ago Baker Mayfield asked for his release from Carolina he got his release and only one team put in a waiver claim and that was the Los Angeles Rams to which 24 hours later He started in – or he didn't start. He come in in the second – he come in in the second uh, drive and ended up leading them to the game-winning drive, 98 yards with about a minute and a half in a minute and a half uh, for the score that won them the game. There's – I mean, it's way too early to say that he could be the potential – that he could be the potential – starter over Matt Stafford next year Stafford may or may not keep playing that's a whole different thing the thought in theory out there is that this thing could have been orchestrated meaning that Sean McVay would at least have to have knowledge or something where you kind of get in Baker's ear and you say well if you can get released then we're gonna put in a claim and try to get you Uh, then it goes into well you send him a playbook early do you send him on as soon as he's released? Do you try to catch him up to speed? Because being signed and 24 hours later starting a game that you end up winning, or not starting, but being in a game that you end up playing 95% of and winning, that's that's a little out there. That's, that's video game stuff. That's crazy. Not, I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. The Rams are a uh, pretty good squad. They've had their issues. Uh, Their offensive line has been their main issue. Having Baker over the other quarterbacks they've started, he's a little more mobile. Baker is a solid quarterback. I tell you guys all the time that I got him as his low end being a top level backup, and his high end he is probably a low to mid mid starter. I mean, he's not gonna light the world on fire, but he's gonna win you a bunch of games, and, and he's a solid leader. He has things going for him. But as far as this orchestrated plan, I'm sure the NFL will look into it, but I, I don't think – I think just the stars aligned just the right way, that the scheme was friendly to Baker. Baker understood some of the terminology and the things coming in. I don't think they set this up. I, I really don't. It's it's It seems like that would be beneath the people involved. But good for Baker. He had a really good showing. And it was, uh, it was, it was fun to watch. It, it was fun to watch the Baker haters have to eat it on that night. Uh, good for Baker. Last thing I'm going to say before we go to a break is, it was announced that there will be a, or at least the next NCAA president, who will take over for the current president, is going to be Massachusetts governor. Charlie Baker, I don't think any relation to Baker Mayfield, but you never know, but he is going to Take over I guess in a couple years. I I really they really didn't You know they really didn't Really get much more into it than to say that but uh, it's good that they're already setting up the plan for what's going to happen next. Uh, I, I don't know how good Charlie Baker is going to be, but I guess we will see when he takes over the NCAA. But for now, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we are going to talk some World Cup, uh, a little bit of college, a little bit more college football, and then some Hawks and my. Dansby Swanson theory you're gonna want to hear it I have not heard many people go this direction and I doubt anybody is going to try to connect the stars that I will there's a little teaser there connect the stars the way I do I'm going to make my own constellation here guys but we'll be right back after this message from betonline.com Net. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact York from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and eSports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fix. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the games start. And we're back here on That Sports Show. Not just any sports show, not this sports show, That Sports show. I am your host, Jeremy, the Impact York. Make sure to visit our friends at betonline.net. They have the wagering and the betting lines. They also have the articles. They also have the amazing podcast that give you all this extra information that make you a smarter, more educated fan, whether you're at the family reunion, whether you are at the water cooler at work, maybe you're trapped in an elevator, maybe you're stuck in traffic, and you just want to roll down the window and, and debate whether the Clippers or the Lakers are better right now. Probably the Clippers. Either way, BattleLine.net is the place to go. Make sure to tell them that Impact Media sent you. They love to hear that, and I love to hear them tell me that you told them that. Now, first half of the show, we talked a little... Uh, we talked about the Mariota ritter situation with the Falcons. Previewed the game a little bit versus the Saints. I do have them winning by 7 to 10 points. Uh, talked a little Kyler and Lamar with their injuries and the... Rumor that Baker to the Rams is orchestrated. If uh, you want to hear any of that, you can go back and listen to that on the show, earlier on the show. But for now, let's move into some World Cup talk as actually here at the studio, producer Sunshine has the Argentina-Croatia game up. It is about to be at halftime. This game happened a couple days ago. But... What has happened in the semifinals was France took on Morocco, which uh, is a storyline to itself because Morocco is an old French colony, or was a former French colony, not old. Uh, Morocco is a fantastic place. I would love to go to Morocco, it will just probably not be any time soon. But uh, Morocco has been the Cinderella story up until now. They've had some fantastic wins, they have uh, eliminated some, some perennial favorites in world cup play and they've just all around kind of captured the imagination of fans that uh they're the the first african nation to make a semifinal they've made it further than any other african nation and it's just been a really really good story and then they ran up on the buzzsaw that is france and i believe france won this one was it was it two to nothing i think it was two to nothing but uh, France is, is just really good. They eliminated my England squad that I thought had a real chance to win this whole thing. Uh, they've They've done a really good job of being the defending chance. yeah, it was two to nothing. You can say what you want. France got outplayed by England and still beat them. Morocco, they did a similar thing with Morocco even though they were able to. Get the win. Uh, they didn't Morocco. They just they let them run up. They let them attack. They let them do all the stuff they wanted to do. France absorbed all that and then put two in the back of the net and called game. Thea uh, Hernandez early on put the put the uh, the ball in the back of the net around the fifth minute, and then Rondall Colo Moani in the 79th minute, just fantastic stuff and cemented that game for them. Good for France. I know there's some people here at the studio that are pulling for France, so uh, we will see how that works because I am, I will tell you who I'm pulling for here in a minute. Speaking of the game that we do have on here, Argentina took on Croatia. Croatia's another one, just a a great story. I wouldn't really call them a Cinderella because they did really good at the Euros a couple years ago. I think they were runner-up, and then here they are in the final four. Of the World Cup, Croatia is a team that is going to put people on notice as they have so far, and they are a team that you're going to have to reckon with for the next couple years if if they keep it going. But that being said, Lionel Messi got a penalty goal in the 34th minute. Julian Alvarez added one in the 39th and the 69th, three to nil. Argentina This sets up it, it I'll just be honest Croatia could not Stay up with the pace of Argentina and Argentina not only wore them out But then was able to maneuver past them when uh, they just started to run out of gas great story for Croatia uh, Really good. I, I look forward to seeing them in in some other worldly competitions that are they're gonna be up there again They have a really good squad But this sets up the final Mbappe with France, arguably the next big uh, top five player, against arguably one of the best players of all time, Lionel Messi, and Argentina. So Mbappe, who will probably pass Lionel Messi and break a lot of his records very, very soon, including his World Cup goal record. I think he's only 11 away from, 11 away from that, and he's about 10 years younger or 8 years younger, Mbappe is. So you get the new guard and the old guard. And both of them have been leading their squad. Now, Julian Alvarez, who I believe is a a super sub from Manchester United. I'd be willing to bet he gets a little more playing time now. Alvarez is probably the number two for Argentina, where Giroud is France's number two. It's prob Giroud has actually been more on it, and Alvarez has as well, than Messi or Mbappe. But that that's what the story is going to go down to: the old guard versus the new guard. Can Messi finally get one? This is going to be his last World Cup. Can he get one before he's done? Uh, can Mbappe add, I believe, another one because they just got one four years ago? Just what are we going to see? Well, I think France is going to play forward a lot. They're going to try to be aggressive and attack a lot. Argentina is going to sit back a little bit absorb it the way France did those other games that I talked about against Morocco and England that the way they're gonna play the way France did and absorb it and they're gonna pick their opportunities and uh, I just I mean, it's probably gonna be 2-1 probably gonna be 3-2. I think it's gonna be a really close battle I'm going with Argentina part of it is because I want Messi to get a world cup before he's done And part of it is I just think they have a little more grit and determination, and I think they play better as a team than France. Um, France is really good, really, really good. Probably the best team in the tournament by far. I just feel like Argentina is going to have a little more forum than what they have faced. Um, Not to be outdone, the third place game is going to be on Saturday at 10 a.m. on Fox, where Croatia and Morocco are going to play. Gosh, I, I would love to see Morocco get third place here and, and have a really good showing as an African nation and Really show where African soccer is. It's, it is on the rise. There are some really really good things going on uh, They always have some fantastic players, but now they have the team one of the teams to back it up. I Just think Croatia is too good. I think Croatia is going to end up uh, Getting third place in this one. That's gonna be a fun fun matchup. Um I look forward to watching it. Hopefully you guys do too. And then the final is going to be on Sunday at 10 a.m. Argentina versus France. I just just feel like it's going to be Argentina. Like I said, I think it's going to be Argentina. It's going to be 2-1. It's going to be 3-2. It's going to be really, really close. It's going to be aggressive. There's going to be fouls. There's going to be yellow cards. Um... I mean they're just going to take this all the way down ocean avenue it's just it's going to be the battle you want to see the tough gritty fantastic team versus the just all-star talent heavy squad and like i said it's going to be really fun it's going to be really great i'm taking argentina let me know in the questions comments suggestions things like that you guys send us let me know who you're cheering for would love to interact with you guys and talk about it there we are gonna get more into some football that's soccer for a lot of people but for some football related things uh, moving forward that I think you guys are gonna like we have some projects and things we're gonna work on between now and the start of the season I think you guys are gonna enjoy but there's our World Cup coverage for now uh, let's go to well, we know the unfortunate There was the unfortunate passing of head coach Mike Leach from Mississippi State um, Mike is loud he's funny he's truthful he's not afraid to say, he was not afraid to say things uh, that may upset some but it was the truth he had some some great what he did at Texas Tech what he did at uh, was it Eastern Washington It was up in Washington um, friend of the show friend of the show who actually got to work with him. Uh, Trent Pearson had some really uh, heartfelt words that, that he put on Facebook, said he was he was just so much fun to be around, so knowledgeable, just really loved the game and, and the, the kids and everybody involved. Uh, he unfortunately passed away. Complications of some health things he had going. He was only 61. Thoughts, prayers, and condolences to the entire Leach family. Uh, just just a a tough, tough time. And Mississippi State actually announced today that the defensive coordinator Zach Arnett has been promoted to head coach of Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, I think that was probably the right move was to keep it in-house and keep the the staff together for now as they try to deal through this tough time and uh, hopefully prepare to play a college football season in what Seven months, eight months, eight or nine months, somewhere in there. But uh, once again, thoughts, prayers, condolences to the Leach family. Uh, Mike Leach was really good, really cool. I enjoyed his press conference, as you guys did as well. Uh, and from everything I heard, just a, a real great guy. And uh, the world lost to good one. No real easy transition, but let's talk a little Atlanta Hawks. They have had a rough go of it. Here lately, a uh, just with an injury, Clint Capella, just uh, he's going to be out one to two weeks now with uh, with a strained calf or a calf muscle issue. Just um, you know, they showed a lot of promise early, and then they've just kind of ran into a, a string of of not so great work. But uh, they faced the Hornets on Friday. We've only won half as many games as they have. I want to see. We want to see more from the bench anyway. Right now, that's who we're playing because everybody else is hurt. So uh, the NBA is, is a war of attrition, and right now the Hawks are getting hammered by the attrition rate. But I still got faith in them. I think they're gonna they're gonna put it all together. And when they get everybody back, I think they're going to go on a pretty good run. And we'll talk a bit more about that when we get to it. So, we officially talked about practically everything. Now I'm going to get into my Dansby Swanson theory. And it is that. It is uh, it's based on facts. It is strictly my opinion. But like I said, this is a direction I haven't heard that many people go. We've seen Trey Turner Get a big contract. Uh, the Yankees just recently went after. Uh, they went after some people. It's a shortstop market. I got Dansby towards the top of that list. Especially of what's still available. Uh, they get uh, Rodon. That's who the Yanks got on top of Judge and everybody else there. Um. Here is my theory. And I said this theory to two people on Monday and one person on Tuesday. And I did it with no prior knowledge. I had not been following much of it at all. No prior knowledge of who was interested in Dansby, if there was any talks here and there. I only started digging into it after I come up with this theory. So here we go. Dansby Swanson, I want to say congratulations. He recently, and recently, I mean last weekend, this past weekend, out on Lake Oconee, a place I spend a lot of time in that area. I know the area well. It's a great area. He, you know, he lives in the greater Atlanta area, guys. That's where he's from. We've talked about that. But he married his longtime girlfriend and fiance, Mallory Pugh. Mallory Pugh is an outstanding football player for the women's national team, and also in the NWSL. For people who don't know, the NWSL is the Women's Professional League, where the MLS is the Men's League, the NWSL is the Female League, and she's very good by the way. But we know that Dansby enjoys being from Georgia. He has played that up about being a hometown guy. But we've also heard that there is little to no talks really going on between the team and him. That's what, that's what we're hearing. If you guys have heard differently, please let me know. But we're hearing that there's not a lot of discussion and that Alex Anthopoulos is already kind of doing what he did with Freddie and kind of looking at other options. He, Alex Anthopoulos, in a interview a couple days ago said, well, Dansby's not on the team right now. He's a free agent, so I can't say a lot about him, but I can tell you uh, that we have, I think, was it Alvarez? There is another guy they have on the roster, and they also have Grissom that they brought up this year who can play second or short. Uh, and, he, and he said, you know, for now, if it come down to, if the, the season was starting today, Uh, It would be a competition between the two of them and the winner of that would be the starter in second or at at shortstop And he said that's not discounting if we didn't platoon them or swap them ever so often or something anyway, but Let's just keep that in mind So let's go back over the facts Fact number one Dansby Swanson is a local Georgia boy. We know that fact number two He married his longtime girlfriend Mallory Pugh out near Lake Ocone great beautiful place just, uh just, just crossed over the lake a couple times earlier today. Great area if you ever want to check it out. Mallory Pugh plays professional soccer in the United States and is part of the women's national team. She's very good. Once again, before even knowing who the teams were that had potentially targeted Dan Spee, my theory is very rarely they try to do it but very rarely do sports couples couples where both members play professional sports very rarely do they end up in the same area which means they don't see each other a lot so I know what a lot of you guys are thinking well then she should come play here in Atlanta and he can stay on the Braves in theory that would be great In theory, that doesn't work because there's not an Atlanta team in the NWSL. There's not a professional women's team in Atlanta. So the flip side of that, Mallory Pugh plays for the Chicago Red Stars. Maybe you guys can see where I'm going. The Chicago Red Stars, who are a fantastic NWSL team. If you're not watching the NWSL, by the way, I think... um, Paramount Plus is where a majority of the games are and uh, it is worth the subscription. These these ladies can play. It is sometimes more exciting than men's games. It is really good. But she plays for Chicago Red Stars. If Dansby decided that he would rather play in the city that she does, well that narrows it down to two teams. The White Sox And the Cubs. What makes the most sense? Well, there's been a team that not only needs a shortstop and or second baseman, and that has been spending money this offseason and spending it well, and they have more money to spend. And as much as the White Sox could use Dansby Swanson, I'm talking about the Chicago Cubs. I believe the Chicago Cubs, who are apparently one of the top three teams that have been targeting Dansby the whole time, I think they're going to roll out the red carpet. If they're smart, they will bring that up, that, hey, you know what? Mallory, now Swanson, Mallory Swanson, plays right down the road for the Red Stars. You know you want to come play in Chicago. You're a Chicago-style player, which he is. He's a Braves player, he's a Chicago player, A's player, he's just a ball player, you know, just one of those shows up, gets the job done, can be a team leader. It is something that the Cubs could use. Like I said, they are trying to build up. They have spent money to try to build their team back up. I could very much see Dansby Swanson sign with the Chicago Cubs. And he would keep a house down here. And him and Mallory would have a house up in Chicago. So there's my theory. My theory is that Dansby Swanson is going to sign with the Chicago Cubs. Um don't know the numbers, but we've seen what the other numbers are out there. He's going to be right in the middle of that pack. I don't think he's going to get Trey Turner money, but he's not going to get low-end money either. He's going to get some pretty good money. Braves fans, I understand you're probably going to be upset with me and things like that, but I feel like there's little to no communication between the Braves and him now. It looks like Alex Anthopoulos is already setting up in case he doesn't resign here. Last time that happened, your first baseman, you traded for a new first baseman because your old one went to L.A. and it worked out. I trust Alex Anthopoulos. I would love for Dansby to stay here for what he means to this team, to the community. He's a really good player. He's fun to watch. You know, you guys know I'm not a Braves fan. If my team is not in it, then I do want the Braves to do well. But this is talking to you from a rival sports team. I'm a fan of one of your rivals. You know that. I'm a Mets fan. A little bit of Yankees, but Mets fan. No, I'm not trying to run him out of town. I'm trying to tell you that what makes the most sense, I believe, to me, for him, is that he's going to sign with the Chicago Cubs. Him and Mallory will be Chicago people, and I believe that is what is going to happen. We'll see. We have heard little to none this week about it, but it does seem like they are trying to increase their influence to him. And that is my Dansby Swanson theory. Dansby Swanson to the Chicago Cubs because Mallory Swanson, or Mallory Pew Swanson, I guess, plays for the Chicago Red Stars. I think they want to play in the same town. I don't blame them. Zach and Julie Ertz try to do that. I believe the watts try to do that as well it makes sense don't you want to uh, work somewhere near your significant other at least work within a couple towns it, it made the most sense that way you're not always traveling and you can actually see them but there you go would love to hear your feedback on that if you think I'm crazy if you think I'm on to something if uh, you just want to say hello you guys know all the avenues to find us but that or this will be the end of that sports show for tonight appreciate all you guys tuning in making this so amazing to come on and talk sports especially atlanta related each and every week i am jeremy the impact york we will see you guys next week deuces gooses